Hello, I'm David Adams, and this is Retire While You Work. Thanks for listening, as always. On these episodes, we discuss the importance of experiences and memories over things and stuff, and we challenge the broken concept of retirement in this country. And as a wealth manager for going on 20 years, I've literally seen thousands of financial plans and situations and love to help people figure out the right balance between spending their time and money. So here we go. Hello, welcome to Retire While You Work. Thanks for joining. This is David Adams, and there is a lot going on in the world right now, as you know, with COVID-19. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to share a few words, first of all, about perspective, and then give some thoughts about the market, and then go over the new CARES Act, um, which is the Stimulus Act that just came out um, from the government this past week at the end of March. Um I'll just say this, you know, we don't know where this is going or how long it's going to last, but what we do know is that humans like to project despair out into the future. Um, You know, for example, we heard Trump come out this past week and say that expect a lot more deaths in the month of April, maybe 100 to 240,000 total in the U.S. And, you know, but then you look at a day like today, and this is changing every hour. Today is Friday, April the 3rd, but the market started off down because of bad job data, But then at the same time, people are investing in the market at an increasing pace, and that's kind of counterbalancing that. I mean, look at last week, you had three days in the market where it surged, gosh, like 15 to 20% right about the time when horrible job data or unemployment data came out. It makes no sense. You cannot time this thing. It's like catching a falling knife. And you can literally hear someone like Bill Gates come on and say, hey, I'm urging everybody to please take this serious. And then, you know, you may have Elon Musk come on and say, hey, you know, it's a We'll all get through it. No big deal. So who do you trust? Now, we trust planning. That's what's gotten us through the past three, four, five crises we've seen since I've been doing this for like the last two decades, you know? And there really is a lot of hope out there if you look for it. And I try to live on the hope side of the equation versus despair. I mean, look at things like 3D printing is making masks for healthcare workers. Uh, The news isn't showing these great stories, like people buying stuff for seniors who can't get out on their own, and then all the candlelight ceremonies for our healthcare workers. That, my friends, is gratitude. So there is greatness that comes out of people during these times. So thanks to all of you. You are the heroes. It's these types of crises that America has been through since its birth that have also propelled us um, afterwards into greatness. And, you know, if you're a millennial, This may be your first crisis or a correction in the stock market, and it's okay to feel a little bit of despair and fear. It's natural and it's unknown. And many of us, like myself, have been through several of these, and we still have these feelings because we are human. We have to learn how to separate reactions from the long-term planning. And there may be a retest of the lows in the market, like we saw a few weeks ago. And until we hear that business is opening up again, we won't really know the actual economic damage. So do we stop adding to our 401ks or stop our monthly drafts into our investment accounts? No, it's a great time to do it and continue discipline and uh, that strategy called dollar cost averaging, adding money to the month or to your, to your accounts every month, regardless of where the market's at. One thing we do know is that change is constant. We start with the plan, but the world is volatile. You buy a house, but maybe the, ha- the roof leaks in after a year or two and you didn't plan on that, or maybe we have a health setback or heaven forbid, get COVID-19, but, you know, we can choose to live in the victim chair or mindset, or we can choose to plan ahead. And that's what we choose. We rely on planning. 
I talked in a uh, webinar last week that I did about the importance of faith, patience, and discipline and how all three of these are being tested right now. If you, ha if you know somebody that's been affected by COVID, you know, our prayers are with you. Our faith is with you. And the patience that this may last three months, it may last eight months, we don't know. And then keeping the discipline, which the planning part is easy, but the discipline um, is not as easy to follow through with the plan. And we get it. When a human feels they have no control, it is hard, but we have to have faith in the future and discipline to stick to the plan and then patience to wait it out. We can do this, people. We will do this. Now, a little bit of perspective. Hope that helped. Now, let's talk about the market. You know, we have seen some of the worst days and weeks and month ever recently. And But what typically happens following these times, if we remain patient, is you get some pretty nice returns the 12 months following. And I've got lots of charts and graphs I can show you and I've shown in recent webinars. And this is the reason we plan and we have an emergency fund for your bucket one and we have bonds in your buckets two and three. And if you're a client of mine, you know what that means or if you've listened to my other podcast. So with that, the main goal being that we don't have to sell stocks when they're down, like right now. And we also don't wanna miss a rebound on the way up. Um, and there's a reason we're not 100% stocks and we diversify. You do feel silly at times when the market's up 30% and you're only up 20. But then when the market's down 30% and you're only down 20%, it seems to feel a little better. Um, and over time, a diversified portfolio, and I've got charts showing if you go back to 2000 to 2020, you actually do better having a 60-40 type of portfolio versus a 100% S&P kind of stock portfolio. Um, and why do people forget this? Because we are wired to be short-term focused. And it's amazing, I don't have more gray hairs. Um, because if people were long-term focused, this job would be easy. I'm sure you feel sorry for me, right? Do you yet sorry for me? I don't need sympathy, it's okay. This is uh, what we do and I love helping people. Now, as far as recessions go, the average expansion in the market is about 60 months and the average recession is 13 months. Keep in mind a recession is when you have two consecutive negative quarters of GDP growth. We are probably, without a doubt, looking at, in my opinion, the next quarter, quarter two being negative and possibly quarter three, depending on how long this lasts. So we may hit a recession, um, but usually by the time you start coming out of recession, the stock market's already priced it in and on the way up. So the average is 13 months. Now this time we don't know how long it lasts, but it was the quickest drop ever, fastest 30% drop in the market since the Great Depression, or actually I think more so than the Great Depression and record volatility, the days in the S&P where the volatility is more than 7% up or down is off the charts. So again, the velocity of the market, it's moving too fast to try to time it. And with COVID-19, I am not an infectious disease expert or a medical professional, but I will say that, you know, it looks like and the, and the data I'm looking at right now is 10 days old, so it's already outdated. But the U.S. compared to un other countries, our cases are rising. And the biggest issue has been healthcare capacity. Um, and so, you know, basically we had, you know, had we had done a total lockdown across the country, we, we you know, you could you could say that we healthcare system wouldn't would have wouldn't have been pushed as much. Um, but instead, we had some states that were on total lockdown, some that were on partial, some closed non-essential businesses, some countries are on total mandatory stay at home. And that's really what where the uh, uh, where the unknown lies as far as how long this lasts, because we don't have a lot of consistency there. The highest deaths have been in those that are 60 and older, but there's a common misconception 
about the number of infections. And, th and those are pretty high and growing. And those of us like myself, I'm in my 40s, but those in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, there is a meaningful amount of infections. And then of course, infecting those that are 60, 70, and 80 is where a lot of the deaths are happening. And that's also happening though in the other age groups. So we have to be careful. Um, now, recently, the government, you know, the government's been attempting to adapt to this crisis and they came out with something called the CARES Act. It's one of the biggest stimulus, I think, in the history of the country. Um, there's a lot of stuff in there. I'll hit a few of the highlights and uh, you can always reach me at um, on our website at davidadamswealthgroup.com. We can send you an attachment. We've written a couple of white papers on this or send us some email us questions, whatever. We're here to help. But banks and CPAs and financial advisors like myself, we've all been trying to figure this stuff out. I've been on the phone all week, late at night, even this morning, learning more about this day by day. So here are the highlights, the checks. If you make under $75,000 and you're single, you should, you'll more than likely be getting a $1,200 check. If you are married, filing jointly, you make under $150,000, you'll be getting $2,400. And then for kids, uh, dependents under 17, it's another 500 bucks. Um, if you don't need this money, I encourage you to think about giving it to someone who does. It's always good to push ourselves to give, even when we feel, feel fear, fearful for our own situation. That's something that I was taught by a mentor of mine uh, in the last 10 years, and I think it's great wisdom. Um, or you can use it to build up your emergency fund, to fund your kids' 529s or your 2019 IRAs. And remember, tax deadline has been extended until July 15th, which also means you have until then to put money into your IRAs for 2019. Another part of the CARES Act is that there's typically, if you're under 59 and a half, you have to pay a 10% penalty if you pull money out of your uh, IRA. You can take uh, up to $100,000 out of your IRA without paying that 10% penalty. Um, and you wanna talk to your CPA and make sure how this applies to you. Another big thing is they got rid of the required minimum distribution for 2020, which also means if you're younger and have an inherited IRA from a family member or like that maybe passed away, um, you can also take money or you don't have to take a RMD, required minimum distribution. And if you've already taken it out earlier this year before COVID, uh, you may be able to put that money back in without paying taxes on it. That's a one-off conversation. There's something else for small businesses. This part is really confusing called paycheck protection loans, where you can take up to two and a half months of your payroll and get a loan. So if it costs you 20,000 a month to run your payroll, you could get a $50,000 loan from the government. You can start applying today, April 3rd, although it is a hodgepodge out there with banks trying to figure out how to get prepared for this. That $50,000 loan, after about eight weeks, you can go back and if you prove that you didn't lay off anybody, kept everybody employed and paid them the same amount, you, you'll be able to get a big portion, if not all of that, forgiven. So that kind of means free money, um, but we know there's no free lunch on Wall Street. And this is not the last act that's going to come out of this crisis, but it, it's uh, one of the first. And the government loves to throw out these bills that are complex, that uh, you know they do it really fast. And then they leave us financial advisors and CPAs scrambling. Um, now, what have we been doing proactive? I'll say this. First of all, we are not market timers. We are strategic and we don't have to know the bottom to know it's a good time to add more money during this correction. We can't control the future because there is no such thing as future facts. The head of BlackRock came out and said last week that 
He thought this was almost over and we had seen the market bottom. And then a top bond manager said this week, we're going on to new lows. Nobody knows. So we've been lowering risk in the portfolios for the past year. And we've had some of our clients calling us saying that they're surprised they haven't lost as much as they maybe thought based on watching the doomsday stuff on the news and the stock tickers. So um, anyways, um, we've also been tax loss harvesting where we're going through all of our accounts because we have three CPAs in our office. So this isn't you know something that we use as an advantage to our clients that we go through manually to all of our accounts and we find ways if we can sell stuff and buy stuff um, and take a loss that will help save on 2020 taxes. We're kind of making lemon or making lemonade out of lemons, if you will. Um, we're going to soon rebalance all of our models. We believe there's going to be a little bit more bad market or negative news and moves on the downside before it stabilizes. And again, we don't have to time rebalancing perfect, but we're talking to the top advisors every day across the U.S. and we have a plan. We're going to lower international stocks even a little bit more because we see and the big data tells us that we see the U.S. recovering better and faster than some of the developed international companies or countries. And another question we keep getting is what industries are going to lead us out of this? You know, we think technology, I mean, heck, Warren Buffett's putting a lot of his personal money. Gosh, he could do his own personal Buffett stimulus if he wanted. He's got so much money, but he's dumping a lot of money into technology and the hospitality industry. He believes that they're going to come roaring back. Um, so anyway, things to think about. Um, we talked about doing Roth IRA conversions last week. This is something that's a very much a one-off consideration, but most people's IRAs are worth a lot less. So if you have a $100,000 IRA and it's worth 70,000 temporarily on paper, you could pay taxes on 70 grand, move that to a Roth, and then it would grow tax-free forever if you have the 20 grand or so to pay taxes on that money in cash. You don't want to use money out of the IRA to pay taxes. So that gets kind of complicated, but just think about that if that applies to you. Refin uh, refinancing your mortgage, rates are lower. It's worth talking to your mortgage person. If you've got extra dry powder and cash on the sidelines, definitely get with us and talk about a plan to get that money back in the market. Even if it falls lower, we're taking clients that want to, let's say, put 200000 into the market. We may put 100000 in this week and then put 50000 next week as the market falls and try to deploy it over the next month. It's just about having a plan so that in a couple of years we look back and we're glad that we did it. Um, and what else? Let's see, you know, what are we doing right now? Absolutely nothing, just sitting here hiding. I'm kidding, you know me better than that. But we're talking to experts all day, we're reading, we're planning, we're adapting, we're providing our clients with hope and helping them adapt with all the new information that's coming out. And we're gonna continue to send you data through podcasts, webinars, emails, you name it. Um, so what are some things you can do? I talked last week in a webinar about learning something new, but you know, uh, something a client brought up to me this week is journaling some of your thoughts and feelings during this time for the future to share with your kids and grandkids. A client shared with me a letter from her great-great-grandmother that she wrote during the Great Depression, and it was amazing, and it moved her and me to hear that. So be the hope, be the change. Try to eliminate despair with others you care about that are hurting Concentrate on what inspires you, not what makes you angry or depressed. It is a choice, people. For, you know, focus on that inspiration piece. This is so important, or you will go down that negativity rabbit hole. Um, I hope I gave you some perspective today with the CARES Act, the market. Please give us feedback. I want to keep giving you information that you care about. So email me your thoughts 
and questions, again, you can go to my website, davidadamswealthgroup.com, to the Contact Us page. My team is working remotely. We're making phone calls, answering emails. We've grown closer through this. I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for anybody and grateful that will listen to the message that I have to give. And you've all done great through this. I applaud you. We're all in this together. Thank you for your faith, patience, and discipline with us and your adaptability. And that's this week's podcast, Retire While You Work. Please share it with a friend and follow us. Thank you so much. And now some friendly disclaimers to make my compliance department at Raymond James happy. Here we go. Any opinions are those of myself, David Adams, and not necessarily those of Raymond James. Expressions of opinion are as of this date and are subject to change without notice. The information contained in these podcasts do not purport to be a complete description of the securities markets or developments referred to in this material. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but we do not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Every investor situation is unique, and you should consider your investment goals, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment. Prior to making an investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor about your individual situation. Any hypothetical examples are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary. Raymond James does not provide legal or tax services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. (sighs) There you go. Thank you for listening today to Retire While You Work. I'm David Adams and hope you'll continue to listen as we discuss creative ways to manage your time and money.